Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Morning, Alan. So Mick, the war in Ukraine rumbles on. There are talks that there are negotiations taking place at the moment between both camps. Um, you have some interesting views being shared to you at the moment, and one of them recently looked at it from a different perspective. I, I, I think, first of all, I suppose it, it, uh, it, it's been a big disappointment that there hasn't been more of an effort made at finding a settlement uh, on the part of forces that could make a difference. Obviously, Russia and Ukraine and Ukraine are the two crucial players. But everyone knows that others can play a big influence as well. And I suppose uh, it has been hugely disappointing that um, the emphasis has been on military rather than on diplomacy. And uh, if you want to uh, protect the lives of Ukrainians' uh, diplomacy uh, is going to spare more lives than uh, up, up in the military ante. A view is expressed to you that if you look at the reality, Zelensky has entered a game of roulette with Vladimir Putin, seeing that the roulette wheel only has red pockets but has still gone ahead and bet his country and his people in black and lost. Now, this view is expressed, and I know you are a pains to point out you don't want to reveal where this comes from. But uh, the the email is quite detailed. In fact, it's very detailed. What can you share with us on this? Yeah, look, I mean, um, Zelensky um, is in a very difficult place, right? Um, if you're being for a country uh, to be invaded by um, by a, a much stronger power like Russia and trying to um, come up with the right answers is very very difficult. If you if you challenge the mainstream narrative at the moment, right, there's an effort to silence people. Oh, you can't say this. Oh, you can't say that. Now, uh, I, I've, I've just listened to uh, a, a former U.S. general talk about the need. If we're going to make progress, right, it's very important that we understand where Putin is coming from. And that doesn't condone one iota, not 1%, what Putin has done. What Putin has done is a breach of international law. It's a reckless uh, decision for him to take, and it's totally illegal, and it's, it's violent, and people are dying, right? Putin is 100% wrong to do what he's doing. But if we're going to get out of the stick we're in, uh, and if we want to save lives, we have to understand uh, where he's coming from, uh, so that we can better find a resolution so that less people die. Military war doesn't solve problems. War is never right. And uh, it's a disaster what Putin has done. Uh, it's also going to have a massive impact on the living standards of Europe because of, of the, the route that we've gone down uh, with the sanctions. And only this week, I had a commissioner, it was actually an in-camera session, but I had a commissioner uh, admit to me that the sanctions are unlikely to make Russia uh, withdraw its troops from Ukraine. And the argument was made to me that what we're doing is we're trying to weaken the Russian economy, we're trying to stop the flow of money into Russia. But in actual fact, 
we're not stopping the flow of money into Russia. We're still buying their gas. We're giving them billions every week. At what the price of gas has gone to at the moment, it's already reckoned that the Russians will get 110 billion in 12 months alone extra for the gas they're selling. How bad do we need Russia to stride? Do we want a huge power like Russia with huge nuclear arsenal to stride? Do we want a dysfunctional, completely dysfunctional state falling apart and having nuclear weapons? And God knows where we're going. You get killed for saying it, right? But Europe needs a different security structure. And Russia is part of Europe. And we should be working with countries like Russia. Russia, I mean, people people in the know uh, and people with experience are saying that there isn't going to be peace in in Europe unless we work with Russia because they're part of it. And because of the the NATO expansion since 1991, uh, the US and NATO have helped to destabilize the area in order to undermine uh, one of their main enemies, Russia. How can you work with a, a country led by a leader that we, you see the situations in Mariupol, it's like something you would have seen in an apocalypse or in World War Two after the, the bombing of Germany and Dresden and uh, Berlin. Uh, I mean, Mariupol at the moment, there are people trapped in ashes, there are dead bodies. I mean, how can you negotiate with somebody who is perpetrating such but, evil acts? How, how, how can that be done? It's just, I, I agree he's perpetuating evil acts, and he's, it's, it's, it's criminal what he's doing. But I mean, what, what do you do? Bury your head in the sand and say, oh, we can't work with him? But listen, I mean, uh, NATO bombed the living daylights out of uh, Belgrade and Serbia uh, in the 90s. And uh, they, they bombed it for something like 78 days, and they, they blitzed the place. I mean, it was the same thing uh, that we're looking at in, in Mariupol, right? But I mean... Uh, the, the truth is, listen, there was a million people killed in Iraq. There's, there's 400,000 dead in Yemen. Uh, the West are supporting a Saudi UAE genocide in Yemen today. There's 16 million people, according to the UN, have been driven into extreme poverty, and 400,000 have been, have been killed, right? And all it is is a war, a resources war. Terrible things happening in enough places. And, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrific uh, to see what's going on in Ukraine, and um, but you, and what, what people are feeling it because they're seeing it on their televisions, right? But you're not seeing the Yemen war on the television. You didn't see uh, the absolute blitzing of, of Baghdad by the Americans. Baghdad was bombed back to the Stone Age. Afghanistan, 20 years of total destruction, and now we're 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 starving. Them. Thirteen thousand newborns have died in Afghanistan in the last three months. 13,000 newborn children have died from hunger in Afghanistan and the Americans are imposing sanctions on them. So are you saying to me... Ukraine is not the only place that terrible things are happening and and it is terrible what's happened in Ukraine. And are are you saying that because of the proximity of Ukraine to a country like Ireland that we are more aware of it and more conscious of it because are you ultimately saying to me that the reason we're so interested in Ukraine is because it's affecting us more than those other countries? Well, listen, you, you have to admit as well. Listen, I, 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 last, 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 last Friday, I was at a trial in Lesbos, right? Two Afghans 
were in prison. And they've been sentenced to 50 years in prison each, right? Because they were caught in a boat coming in and they were accused of being smuggling because there was others in the boat as well. In actual fact, what happened was the smuggler... Uh, jumped over the water and jumped into the water uh, shortly after leaving uh, Turkey and uh, said, here, you want to get to the other side, ride the boat yourselves. The, one of the guys that was thrown in prison for uh, supposedly smuggling, he had his pregnant wife with him and his, and his young daughter, right? And they're in, they've been given 50 years in prison, right? But while I was over there, right, Seven bodies washed up on the shore, right? The seven of them drowned and washed up on the shore while we were out there, right? And there's not a word about it, right? So tell me this. Can you explain why there's 30 people died of cold on the borders of Poland trying to get into Poland in the last six months? 30 people died of the cold in the forest because we had fires stopping. There were mostly Iraqi and Afghan, right? Now... We, we, we're right, to, 100% right, anyone fleeing a war situation should be accommodated. And Europe's acceptance of the Ukraines is commendable. But why have we a different attitude to the others? Is it that the Ukrainians are, are the same color as us, or have white skin? Is it that they have a religion that's more like ours? Where the level of racism is violently obvious, and it's sickening. Right, that the UN reckons that a million children could die in Afghanistan in the next 12 months if we don't help them, because we have the US and NATO, European countries and Americans, destroy that place, bomb the back of the Stone Age, and now hmm. there's 90% of the people don't have enough to eat, and uh, we are not helping them. Why? Going back to my opening question to you, how do you solve this or what what needs to be done? The lack of diplomatic thinking and the emphasis on military thinking, the emphasis on pouring more arms into Ukraine to prolong the war uh, is not going to help matters. In my opinion, Ukraine is being used by US and NATO in their proxy war to undermine Russia. And the Americans and NATO have made it clear that they're prepared to fight Russia, to undermine Russia, down to the last Ukrainian. They'll give Ukraine all the guns they want to fight against them and to prolong this war, but it's the Ukrainians that are dying. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.